1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast.
2: Coming up today on KWTX at 4, grab your running shoes and head to the McLean Stadium tomorrow morning for a good cause and a keeping strong a benefit this weekend to help a young boy battling leukemia.
1: And a historical look back at NASA as they're celebrating 65 years of space exploration.
2: KWTX
1: at 4 starts now.
2: Thanks for joining us on this Friday. I'm Justin Early here with Chief Meteorologist Brady Taylor. A lot of things happening outside mm. this weekend yeah. and we've noticed already, it's a little warmer than we've been used to.
1: Yeah, but you know, the good thing is it's not that humid. So it's one yes. of those, you know, you always hear the folks in Phoenix, oh, it's a dry heat. Today's right. actually one of those here where the temperature's in the 90s, but it mm-hmm. feels like the 80s. And you just gotta remember all those 50 some odd, some areas 60, 100 yeah. degree days. We were rooting for something right. this cool. So it, it, we'll, we'll make it.
2: Put it into perspective, yes. it's yeah. all relative. Well, speaking of things outside, people from all over are are making their way to Waco for Magnolia's annual Silo-bration. And News 10's Madison Herber is live from Magnolia, where they're celebrating 20 years of very hard work. Hi, Madison.
0: Good afternoon, guys. It certainly is a party out here for day two of the celebration, And it is a little warm, but we're keeping our water close by. I am joined by Jordy Barksdale. He is the director of Brand Experience with Magnolia. And so, Jordy, jumping right in, just what can people expect for day two? Yeah, day two's been amazing so far. I
3: feel like I want to have a dance party right now. But um, we've got some incredible local vendors here, um, like Black Oak Art and Monument Barber Co. and Fabled. And ultimately, we've got a fun,
0: free vendor fair and live music. And uh, it's not raining. That's good, right? Absolutely. Um, And so 20 years, I mean, that's a huge milestone. Can you kind of talk about what's so special about this year?
3: Yeah, Chip and Joanna started Magnolia 20 years ago, which is wild. Um, That's also when they started having a family. So this is a really monumental moment, kind of an anniversary birthday party for Magnolia. So we're going to celebrate tonight with a big evening with Chip and Joanna, and then they're going to end with a concert from Johnny Swim. So we're really just excited to celebrate all that has been um, the last few years of us welcoming guests from around the world to downtown Waco.
0: Absolutely. And a little more about those vendors, about how many do y'all have out here, and and what are those specific businesses? Yeah, good question. We have
3: 50 vendors here. including some additional food trucks and folks all the way down Webster and 6th Street. We have folks selling everything from um, handcrafted jewelry to apparel um, to different plants and home goods. And they're from all over the country with a big chunk from um, right here in Texas and Waco. So, I think we've got enough for everybody from the men and the women, the kids and everything, so.
0: Absolutely, and as you can see behind me, there are plenty of people of all ages taking advantage of what there is to do out here today. If you're not able to make it out here today, no worries, they are gonna go into tomorrow as well, so you have plenty of time to come out here and celebrate. I'm reporting live in Waco, Madison Herber, KWTX News 10.
2: Looks like so much fun out oh, there. Yeah. and That big old sweet tea that woman had behind Madison looked awfully <laughs> good. You know, just I have like one right now, it know. sounds so good. I
1: still gotta work off some of the fair food that I ate last uh, week. You I, only
2: had one corn no, dog.
1: Yeah, one corn dog, <laughs> pizza, deep fried, this and that, funnel cake, it added up, yeah.
2: Yeah. You have years and years for that stuff to get (laughs) rid of. Let's get to our daily four.
1: Yeah, so this one's uh, pretty cool here. So astronomers have detected a mysterious blast of radio waves that took what they're saying is eight billion years to reach Earth. So it reached from a a galaxy long ways away. Is it, uh, these fast radio bursts, or as they call FRBs, is an intense, very short millisecond long burst of radio waves. Uh, that usually come from an unknown origin, but they do think that they may have found out where this one came from. Uh, And this one is the most distant uh, blast that they've ever uh, seen. Uh, The first was discovered back in 2007. Since then, there's been hundreds of these uh, little cosmic flashes that have been detected uh, coming from distant points across the universe. This blast lasted less than a millisecond, but according to the study, it revealed the equivalent Energy of kind of, a, of our, our sun over the course of 30 years. Wow. So uh, I was reading into it a little bit more, and what they think is that kind of see up in the corner there, those three little. Mm-hmm. That what happened was is two or three different galaxies may have really collided hmm. to kind of form together, and that's what caused that burst. But it can travel through yeah. other galaxies, but they can study stuff about it, and uh, yeah, a lot of people are a lot smarter than than me. I was just trying to read an article, but uh, still, still pretty cool. They uh, they. Yeah, so I think it's something that you're helping to learn. Yeah, 8 billion years, They believe that's half as long as what the, uh universe's age yeah. is, at least that's what the scientists believe, so
2: pretty cool. That is pretty wild, and it, it blows my mind that of all the places that could go in the vastness of space, yeah. it went to DFW. I mean, just, well, it hit, uh, where first? Australia. Australia, okay, Australia I don't know why I was place. thinking, Dall- but it did come to Dallas, too, or no? I, might think, well, I mean, I it might went imagine. all across, Whenever, but that was the first okay. uh,
1: telescope that, okay. That, okay. that caught it, and then they were okay. able to use some others to figure out about Different it. Different
2: places, so. that is just, it blows my mind, yeah. In Earth in general, I mean, like a teeny tiny yeah. nothing in the middle second, of everything, yeah, so that's incredible, I love that. Yeah, I, bet, I bet there was like radio waves, yeah. Yeah. So I, I kept thinking that we got Rickrolled by somebody in space eight billion years ago. You know the yeah. Rick Astley song "Never Gonna Give You Up." Yeah. That's it's one of those things. It was one of those viral trends a couple of years ago. I'm pretty sure that did not happen, but you never know. Yeah. You yeah. never know. And that's number two in our daily four.
1: All right, so this one's uh, interesting. Move over mosquitoes. There's another blood-sucking biter Americans <laughs> need to guard against. It's a sandfly. So these sandflies are tiny, little tan-colored flies. About the quarter of a size of a mosquito uh, that can cause infectious disease. They're most active at night, just like mosquitoes, uh, and they're tiny and can slip through ordinary mosquito nets, tents, window screens, and stuff like that. The CDC says they're now they've now detected it in a number of tissue samples from patients that say they have not traveled outside of the United States. The disease can also uh, uh, infect internal organs, uh, your liver, spleen, mm-hmm. bone marrow, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. In severe cases can be fatal if untreated. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the skin samples the CDC came, came from Texas, mm-hmm. which is currently the only state that requires doctors to report these cases. Our, a recent research review published in 2021 says, locally acquired cases of the infection have also been reported in Mm. southeastern Oklahoma. So, Mm. yeah, that's all we need is another bug out there. I know. Yeah, when you think yeah, mosquito nets and stuff like that, you know, because you go to other parts of the world that battle mosquitoes, if they they don't have that, I mean, you get malaria and all the different diseases. So, that's all we need is a, Mutant little thing that can get through and small, yep. and I mean, you came and see it to swat it.
2: A cousin of mine went to, to Peru on a, with her husband on, a honey, on their honeymoon on their honeymoon, and they stayed with um, some people in a village, and they had to have those kinds of things yeah. around them. And she discovered why in the middle of the night, oh. tarantulas covering the ceiling, oh. falling onto the screen <laughs> she was sleeping. But those are big. At least you can see those. Yeah. This little sand flies, kind of teeny tiny. The mosquitoes in my out. house are like. Oh, this you have big, big mosquitoes. Oh, we have the yeah. monster ones. <laughs> yes, big ones. but they. Texas mosquitoes. and everything, Good. so it works. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Now it's number three in our daily four. So Halloween's on the way. The Screen Actors Guild and the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists are asking actors to ditch certain Halloween costumes this year. It's a push to maintain solidarity with the strike, the SAG-AFTRA strike, of course. The guild released guidelines on its website for striking actors who plan to celebrate the spooky holiday, and the Actors' Union is recommending actors choose costumes inspired by generic characters, or maybe some from an animated television show, not a live action show. The group also suggested actors not post pictures of costumes inspired by striking content to social media in order to not give the studios extra publicity. SAG-AFTRA said they want to send a message to their employers to uh, they do not want to or they will not promote their content without a fair contract. And last week, uh, negotiation talks between the Guild and the Association of Motion Picture Producers fell apart. They've been striking since January 4th or rather July 14th, excuse me. Um, But I think it gives an opportunity. And, you know, we we always see actors come up with pretty, you know, unique Mm -hmm. costumes. Heidi Klum always has her big party. And I think she was... I don't know which year it was, but she dressed as a worm. Do you remember that? It was the strangest thing. So I think that they're creative enough to get outside of the box of live action characters.
1: I think if I was them, I'd all dress up at the characters there on TV and say, you're not gonna see us again on TV right. unless you this is the last get time. it to work out. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah I get it. Yeah, it's, it's a mess. Be int- I know, but they'll be creative. We'll have some, <laughs> we'll have some good uh, day after pictures from some of those parties. Let's look now at number four in our Daily Four, and if you like the word free and you like crafts, this one's for you. So Texas-based Michaels is offering a little something halloween themed for kids this coming Sunday and next Sunday as well. They're going to be having craft classes from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. And so this Sunday they're making witch silhouette art. Next week it's pumpkin art next Sunday. You're going to want to check with your neighborhood Michaels to see if they're going to be participating in this. But it's always fun. You know, kids can really get in the spirit. When I remember back to my childhood the things that we made and the decorations around the house. It means so much more at that age because it's the first time you're experiencing something like that. Uh, So it's a good little activity to do indoors in the air conditioning if you want to stay out of the the sun and out of the heat. I was
1: laughing a little bit because it had that ad there. In both Michaels and Hobby oh. Lobby. When it's that holiday, everything's 50% off. I'm like, that's just ow. your normal price. Right. You just saying it. I'm like, yeah, tragically already 50% off.
2: <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But it is a fun place. I mean, you know, the crafters out there, they, oh, they get real serious. Yes, they do. They get yes, serious they about it. I have it. absolutely no
1: crafting skill mm-hmm. and all. This guy can do some mad baskets I've, and stuff. I've done like some that.
2: stupid things, yeah. <laughs> I mean, i just I thought it looked really good. It didn't look good, guys. I it didn't look good. Stupid didn't In February of this year, we introduced you to McKenna Peck and Hunter Verm, a Central Texas family fighting for their rights to make medical decisions for their five-year-old son, Keaton. It all began when Keaton's leukemia diagnosis was discovered while visiting family in Minnesota over the holidays last year. Well, back in July, we caught up with the family who at the time were still in Minnesota fighting the state against claims of medical neglect.
3: I'm not gonna stop until there's justice. You know, My kid deserves more than what he's getting right now it's been over half a year of legal battles for thornton mother of three mckenna peck and her family after refusing further chemotherapy treatment for her five-year-old son keaton who was in remission children's minnesota reported peck and hunter verm keaton's father to child protection services ultimately stripping them of medical custody the
0: parents have been court ordered that they can be present at the hospital but they can't interfere with medical decisions or treatment in any way. Peck says that she prefers to use
3: natural remedies instead, especially after seeing how the chemo impacted her son. There's been
0: several times he's told me he wants to go to bed and never wake up. He's been going through treatment since December, so he's been poked hundreds of times, you know, and it just never stops.
3: Most recently, their case went to trial in June, but the judge ruled in favor of keeping all medical decisions with
0: the county. The judge ruled that Keaton is, in fact, a child in need of protection or services because he is medically
3: neglected is the finding that was made but despite the challenges her family has faced throughout all of this like Verm having to return to work back in Oklahoma to support his family three boys need their dad a kid going through chemotherapy wants him around he needs him around Peck says she won't quit she's now fighting to get Keaton transferred to another hospital near family either in Texas or Oklahoma and eventually have the case appealed
2: Okay, now That was the latest as of July, but today, Keaton's mother, McKenna, sent us an update on where things stand now.
0: We finally got good news for the first time in eight months. The judge allowed us to move to Oklahoma to be together as a family. We were waiting on the Minnesota Court of Appeals. And we have a hearing October 30th to find out if we get physical and legal custody of Keaton back to make medical decisions the next two and a half to three years of chemotherapy. He's taking chemo daily, and he's doing spinal tabs, which still have side effects that he may suffer from the rest of his life. Us parents are demanding more than 4% of federal funding for all pediatric cancers. Our case isn't rare. Children are allergic to chemotherapy in some cases. Children can be sent home on hospice and children's cancer can grow exponentially going through chemotherapy, forcing the parents to find a cure if they want to keep their child alive. And that's what we're fighting for the right to keep him in remission.
2: And you can see on McKenna's face, obviously, happy to have uh, everyone back closer to home, at least not in Texas, but closer. And joining us now in the studio, we have Keaton's grandmother, Alicia Verm here, and then Gail Pennington, been working on a fundraiser together, putting this together to benefit Keaton and the family. So thank you for being here. And and, you know, as uh, this young man's grandmother, Keaton's grandmother, it has to make you feel better to have at least closer to home, a drive, as opposed to flights and flights and back and forth, I mean.
4: Right, yes. It's a lot easier to go five, miles, I mean five hours versus eleven to thirteen hours.
2: Can you tell us about the strain that put on your your family having all the travel and
4: what? It's very stressful because you want to be there for your kids, but you you can't. I mean, sometimes even the finances is not even available, so. I'm very thankful that they're only five hours away.
2: Yeah, that's a good thing. Well, tomorrow, we know at four in the afternoon, there's a fundraiser to support Keaton and his family. What can you tell us about the event?
4: Well, actually, I'll let Miss Gill take that. Well, we,
5: you know, worried and wanted something to be done for the family, and, and it's been going on so long that we just kept on saying that something has to be done to help them and they've had little benefits things and sending them money here and there but I said they've spent some big money they've gotten rid of their house and everything here in Texas and they've spent some big money so they need some they need some big money back to help pay all these expenses so uh, that being said I kept praying and praying for a something to happen and I asked God to help me and, and he finally just said, do something. And so we got this benefit going and we've just been so thankful for all the people that have come to help us with it and have put in stuff. It's just been over heartwarming that.
2: Yeah, what exactly is the event that'll be taking place and where is it happening as well? You ta- the what and the where.
4: So um, as far as the what, we're gonna do just a lot of things have been donated mm-hmm. to help out the family. So we're gonna do silent auctions and we're gonna do live auctions and we've actually done gun raffles and um, we're doing it in Thornton, Texas and it's gonna be at the Slab. More people may be more familiar with, maybe the rodeo pins. Okay. Right there. Lord.
2: Okay, so. and that's what's gonna be happening then. And again, it is Saturday mm-hmm. at 4 p.m. That's what's gonna be going on and the silent auctions there too. Um, and yeah. you can, Go ahead, please we enjoy.
4: also
5: have sold barbecue tickets, and, oh, good, okay. and uh, yes. the Goodmans uh, are are good, real known for their barbecue because of benefits. For that, yeah. they have I mean, another business, but. Uh, and so we're having barbecue, tic- uh, barbecue sales, too.
2: And if you want to grab your phone, cell phone there at home and, and scan that QR code on the screen, you'll get all the details about that event for tomorrow. Um, and just kind of go into, I mean, we can logically deduce some of it as far as the travel goes and the expenses are tied to that, but how will all these funds raised help Keaton and his family?
4: Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it's helped them to take kind of the burden off because my son does, they travel, or they did, but now they're just, they finally are in one place, and dad gets to come home every night because he's only an hour and a half away, and the boys are extremely excited that daddy gets to come home. Yeah. So that really has helped McKenna a lot too, to, for her her to know that she can depend on him to be there every night if she needs him to be.
2: Certainly, and of course, Keaton's mom, McKenna, uh, has been documenting their story on their Facebook page, and that QR code on your screen um, also gives you updates people can follow. So, Gail, for you, you've been helping put this together. What motivated you, really, to organize this community event for the family? You kinda went into it earlier, but kinda get into what pulled you to be a part of this.
5: Well, I had prayed so hard because of all of the stuff that was happening to this family. And it was just breaking my heart and I just cried out to God and I said, we need healing, we need we need money, and we need things, God, why isn't it happening? Because we prayed and we prayed, our churches prayed, and he just came, spoke to me and said, we'll do something. And so that's, when I got a hold of Alicia and I got a hold of the other ones and I said, we've got to do something. We've got to raise some money and that's how it got started and everybody has just pitched in, so.
2: Have you been a longtime friend to the family or did you just hear the story and wanted to come in and do what you could, what was the?
5: No, we've, it's a funny story because we've been a long time friends of the family and you know how people get separated from yeah. each other and then get drawn back together and that's, Yep. This is this is yeah. what's happened in our family. But Rallying
2: yeah. together to help. Absolutely. Um, it, you know, what has it been like to see the community of Thornton really rally behind Keaton and your whole family?
4: It really makes your heart feel good yeah. that somebody cares enough, you know, that mm-hmm. they're willing. The donations have been phenomenal. I mean, people are just giving, and that's awesome.
2: Anything else you want folks to know about tomorrow's event that you'd like to put out there to encourage them to come, or let them maybe let maybe think about coming, or if they don't are able to come, how else they could help? You know, anything else you'd like to add?
5: Well, I think that they're going to miss out on a good time. We've got lots of good things to auction off, and we've had people with make homemade quilts, and uh, we have a pecan pie that looks awesome, and uh, we have uh, let's see, we have a table that. We have just so many things tons, right tons now things, yeah. is that we have to auction off and we're gonna have a, a cakewalk. A,
2: mm-hmm. Oh, those are the best. And I like right. those, those are fun.
5: <laughs> yes, and we're trying to have things for the for it to be a family thing.
2: Yeah, certainly a family. A, so a
5: event.
4: family event. Right.
5: And
2: I'm not familiar. For those who aren't familiar with the area, there that you're describing where this is happening at the rodeo grounds, you said, or the mm-hmm. kind of that area, is it is it outside or is it enclosed or their kind of bit it's
4: of, a bit pavilion.
2: Old, pavilion. So okay, good. you
4: know it's open. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're also going to have a band.
2: I was going to ask you about music too. Yes. Music oh, yeah. is always good to have. Okay. We
4: are going to have yeah. a band, and it's going to be live and silent auctions. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. And live and thug.
2: Very very nice. And la- last thing to ask, is, how has your family made it through this incredibly difficult time?
4: Jesus, a lot of praying, and Uh, yeah, our family has done phenomenal on the praying and trusting and knowing that God's gonna take care of it. And it's really hard sometimes, but it will work, so. Yeah,
2: yeah, slowly getting things better, and hopefully right. uh, the next step, hopefully, to be back in Texas eventually is what everyone's hoping. I'm eventually, sure, so. yes. Uh, all right, yes. well, again, that event is happening tomorrow, this leukemia benefit for Keaton, tomorrow beginning at 4 p.m. at the Thornton Slab at the Thornton Rodeo Ground area, mm-hmm. and there'll be, again, food, raffle, silent auction, and live auction, as you mentioned, and a community coming together to support this family. KWTX, the most trusted news source in Central Texas.